Welcome to a new episode of The Brand Called You. I am Arini and I am with Ashutosh Karg. And today we are talking about a very sensitive but important topic of handling the loss of a spouse, especially after retirement. Hello, sir. Hi, Arini. So today we are discussing this very, very heavy topic. And I'm not quite sure how to, uh, how to proceed with it, but... Let me give it a try. Okay. So, uh, how do you handle such a situation as a person if it if it happens to me? Let's say. So you know, uh, <clears throat> life and death is a reality. Right. Everyone who is born has to die. Right. right. We have all developed our own coping mechanisms. And how many times do we say that when someone passes away, when he or she is 87, 88, 90. And we rationalize to ourselves and say that, oh, uh, that person had a good life. But yet when someone passes away when they're very young, then we all get upset and say, you know, God took him or her away too early. So when you, when, when you look at uh, each one of us, there are a lot of traumas that we go through in our lives mm. uh, because we are human beings. Right. And there is, uh, you know, there were two individuals, uh, Home and Ra, who, uh, and I think they're from Germany, they did a lot of research on what is, what causes stress, what are the traumatic events that cause stress. Mm-hmm. And if, you, if I was to tell you those, death of a spouse uh, or a child is number one, wow. uh, followed by a divorce, followed by a marital separation, imprisonment, death of a close family member personal injury or fitness or illness, marriage. It's also seen as a traumatic event. Um, and it's for both men and women. Right. You know, these are all for, right. for everybody. Right. Uh, dismissal from work, right. marital reconciliation, and finally retirement. So <clears throat> the, the question that you are talking to me about is number one and number ten. Correct. So when you have retired, and then you have a loss of a loved one. Can you imagine how major the trauma right. is? It, it can be at number 10 in the scale. Correct. But then I'm, I'm sure there are many more in that scale. Correct. So it's, it, it is really, really painful. Yeah. It must be. Yeah. So, so if it happens, if it, if it finally happens, I, I hope it does not happen to anybody. But then still it does happen. And let's face it. So how do you... A, a, a lot of people, as you said, have developed their coping mechanisms, but then I don't think any of them are are right or wrong. Okay. So, so what should be? Should I have a strategy for it? Is it is it right um, to call it a strategy? You know, I'm, I don't think it's uh, right to use the word strategy, but I think um, it is always good to say that I am aware that I will at some stage or the other face this reality and I will be prepared to handle this. Right. Right. Because preparation of oneself, uh, when you are tackling the loss of someone near to you, uh, is half the battle won. Most of the time when we have a loss of someone who's a loved one, the uh, suddenness of it, right, is... uh, Something which is, um, you know, which which is which creates a lot of trauma, okay. and there are a lot of papers being written around the world, 
where people are saying, and it's it's very morbid to say that um, if you have an illness where you know you're going to pass away in the next six months or 12 months, mm. that is a better illness to have than to have a sudden heart attack and pass away. Because at least the one who has a long-term illness is preparing the family right. for the loss uh, as compared to someone who suddenly goes away right. and uh, leaves the whole family in grief. Correct. Right. So, you know, I, I think uh, when, when you lose a loved one, when you lose your spouse, especially after you retire, your whole world changes completely. Right. Um, the longer you've been married, the more difficult it gets. It is very difficult at younger ages also. But if you've been married 50 years, 60 years, mm-hmm. the interdependence on one another is so great that it has very often been found that if one person goes away, the loneliness of the other person becomes a big challenge. Right. There is also a lot of empirical data available which says that if uh, the male outlives the, the female, the life expectancy of the male is definitely shorter because of the incredible amount of dependence the male has on uh, his spouse. On the other hand, women who are generally much more resilient and generally a much, much stronger uh, sex in, in, the, in the human being kingdom, if I can use that term, um, if they outlive uh, their uh, male husband and then they find uh, you know that they, they have much better coping mechanisms okay. and uh, in any case we know that women have much longer life expectancy right so they both uh, the sexes male and female mm-hmm. handle loss very differently right. and are able to cope with it very differently so let's talk about the family's role in supporting the person correct and also uh, and, and given the fact that the family is also facing trauma. Correct. So, uh, you know, uh, I, would, I would categorize the family in what is generally referred to in medical terms as caregivers. Correct. They're the people who are around you. Correct. And uh, they're generally the, the children um, right. who have to take on the burden of uh, providing care to their elder parent um, because he or she is going through a lot of grief. So when it comes to uh, the caregivers, I think there are a few things that the caregivers must always keep in mind. Um, I think the the caregiver must listen and observe to what they are seeing in their parent who's now left alone. Because there will be changes. Uh, There could be uh, situations leading to some depression. There could be uh, mood changes, etc. So those are things that you have to keep observing. Um, when an uh, older person faces such a loss, he or she wants uh, to be left alone. They want seclusion. And that is something that the caregiver has to be sure about, that let let us not completely isolate him or her because they want it. So therefore, someone has to be around them all the time. Um, One has to be able to understand that, uh, you know, Despite the age being different between the caregiver and the older person, there are times when that whole generation gap has to be bridged. 
so that there is companionship available at least for a short period of time and uh, remember that the older person uh, is aware also of the kind of sacrifices that are being made by the children right. and therefore it is important to say that it's the thought that counts much more than uh, just being physically around all the time so i think uh, families and, and i've seen this much more in india families provide one of the greatest support systems to uh, the older people when they have uh, you know retired and after that they have uh, an issue of uh, a loss right um, having said all this the loss becomes even greater when um, like in in my parents case uh, they lost uh, a, a very young daughter in law at 43 and a very young son at 48 and i could see uh, both my parents um, were almost completely destroyed uh, after these two losses because uh, you know we are not conditioned and it's not just human beings i mean you see this in animals as well right. you know when someone uh, who as my mother you say used to say i have brought into the world about my youngest brother uh, when someone you have brought into this world leaves the world before you do then it's a very very traumatic uh, experience for the pair my great grandmother had seven children and uh, by the time i could make sense of you know yeah. uh, understanding her yeah. she would say that uh, i have seen uh, 15 of my siblings like uh, I, i i think she was talking yeah. about our extended family yeah. 15 of my siblings and three of my children die before me mm. I, i i have no faith in god so all i have faith in is is actually caring yeah. for people who yeah. are around me and she was a very very positive lady true. and true. my 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 grandmother died when she was 93 and i remember on her 90th birthday i went to wish her and i said happy birthday and she says don't wish me a long life because the longer my life the greater the sorrow i have to see and i thought those were very very wise words right you know right. because of technology because of good health practices longevity of life is getting longer and longer correct right so therefore we have to uh, learn you know coping mechanisms right to be able to handle not just work related stress but also uh, stress related to our loved ones right somewhat provocative question but still is there uh, is there something called preparing for such a thing i yes. mean can you have a have 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 a plan of action if it happens to maybe your spouse i mean not to you should you prepare each other oh absolutely absolutely i mean there are many things that uh, can get done um, you know one of the biggest challenge is that everyone faces and certainly children face when someone you know an older person passes away is that they have no instructions of what to do right right um, i remember i i had a very very open and uh, relationship with my father and um, i i asked him do you want a, a, a full cremation uh, in with wood or do you want an electric cremation and he told me this is what has to be done uh, this whole thing of organ donation right a uh, lot of children are now willing to donate organs of the parent uh, but there is always an emotion involved with it right. that you know how would the person who i loved who has gone away feel 
point is that individual can not feel anything any longer. So I think a lot of that initial conversation must happen. What what should what do you want uh, me to do after you pass away? You know, right. sounds a little morbid, but it, it it is it is probably a much more sensible thing to do right. than to just uh, do. Should I do you want to donate your eyes? Right. A lot of people in the uh, you know when the campaign is run agree to donate eyes and organs, mm-hmm. but they don't inform the children. Right. So when the event actually happens. no one takes uh, action in time right right but i think it's also very important to be able to uh have a mindset prepared that you are ready to take care of yourself um you should be in a position to be able to talk to family and friends mm-hmm. because they are your support system around uh, you mm-hmm. when such a loss happens uh you should also be ready to consult your doctor you know right. because uh, as we get older there are bound to be some ailments right. and when you go through a trauma a lot of these ailments could get exaggerated right so therefore it's important to be able to consult your doctor as well um it's also remember important to re- uh, remember that you cannot continue to be grieving all the time right. because if you're going to be grieving for a very long period of time and then keep depending on your children we got to remember they are grieving as well and finally um i think we have to internalize the fact that when you lose someone that uh mourning um will take a little time correct so definitely mourn but don't indulge in self pity correct yeah? right. that is very important right so so one last question yeah. what about moving on and remarrying is that a possibility of course of course it is it is something which uh, you know and i think i think couples must speak about it okay. elderly couples uh-huh. i'm saying that you know if one of one of you one of us leaves right. um do you want me to uh, just become uh, a single individual living alone in uh, extreme um, uh, sadness or do i continue to lead my life and i see absolutely no harm in being able to uh you know find another partner mm. um you know you you lived a full life and you know why only for older people the moment uh, you have a loss of uh, uh, of a partner uh, i see absolutely no reason why uh, you have signed a ticket for uh, a lonely life uh, for all your years ahead you must uh, be in a position to find a new partner and do things uh, that you would like to um, that is by finding a new partner it at no stage means any disrespect to the partner who's gone away right all right so thank you so much thank you thank you thank you for listening to the brand called you podcast Be sure to visit tbcy.in to join the conversation, access show notes and discover fantastic bonus content. You can follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Simply search for the brand called you. Thank you and see you next week.